Yeah, so you don't know that Fred Durst is now a movie director. I mean, to be quite honest, I didn't even know if he was still I alive. I didn't know that either. Yeah, right. The I last, mean, the last thing I heard from him was behind Blue Eyes cover. <laughs> oh my lord! What was oh. that? Oh, four. Yeah, that was bad. That um, was really bad. That was really bad. No, but no. Fred Durst ha- has been directing a film. It's in principal photography. It's called Moose. 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 The animal moose. McGillicuddy stars John Travolta <laughs> as Rocky as a moose. <laughs> As a fan who starts his favorite action hero and destroys the star's life. Now, is it like the fan with Wesley Snipes and Robert De Niro? Uh, maybe. But, ooh, from baseball? Yeah. Right, right. Uh, so, listeners, you're going to have to check uh, our Facebook out to see this photo. But I'm about to show Chad and Brian the photo of what John Travolta looks like in this movie. <laughs> looks like Ron Perlman <laughs> at Comic Con. With a bowl cut, like a yes. bad bowl cut. Wow. Like worse than uh, No Country for Old Men. Javier oh. Bardem with his page boy cut. Yeah. yeah. I do I do like that uh, shirt he had on, the though. The little Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. It just because just it reminds you of drinking. That's why. Right? A little bit. Margaritaville. That's what kind of I, I don't think I've ever seen John Travolta so casual, either. Only at a massage parlor. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, hey, welcome Allegedly. to, uh, this is, I think, episode 18. It is. On the season. 18, season yeah. four of season Pop Not Soda. Four. Uh, Brian here. Uh, Brian and Dan are back. I'm talking about myself in third person now for another diet episode, but we are joined with one of our favorite guests, a friend of the show, and now the second four-time guest appearance on Pop Not Soda, which is Mr. Chad Cavanaugh from Grunt 1B Comments. And this episode has now gone from diet to double caffeinated. I know. Yeah. I was just going to say, we Kicked definitely up upgraded, right? Yeah. We supersized. Yeah. Sorry, Brett. Brett Brett's got to look out for his job. <laughs> Now, we uh, still love you, though. I'm air hugging you right now. He is. He's he lying. Is. He didn't do he didn't any do sort it. of motion. No. No, no, okay, now he did. No, that he looks did. more like a strangle than a hug. But, right, uh, right. Uh, Chad, how, how has everything been with you, sir? It's been pretty sweet, man. Uh, today, I'm here at Southern California Comics for Signing Saturdays Part 4. I am releasing Boxcar Justice Number 2. It's the second issue in my fifth series in the Grunt 1B Comics universe. And oh, you haven't read the first one yet, have you? I have right not. Now? I have Dan, not. Dan, 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 seen the crossover. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay. I, I won't. I won't. No uh, more spoilers. No. No yeah. more. But no more um, spoilers. yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun series. I'm taking a new artistic approach to the way I I do it. With my other series, I do it pretty much black and white. And with this one, I'm doing most of the rendering um, with uh, the Copic sketch markers, the different gray tones, and it's been a lot of fun. Go ahead and grab one. You yeah. can take a look that's, at that's it. That's the first that's one. That's number one, and here's number two. Okay. But yeah, like Chad I won't look too far. I don't want to ruin the... Uh, Brian and I, we are on location this morning. We are. From SoCal Comics. We're out here. I mean, this is still Kearney Mesa, right? We are at 8280 Claremont yeah. Mesa Boulevard, Suite 124 in the 92111. Which I will say is probably my favorite comic shop in San Diego. So if any of you have a time machine out there yeah. and you're listening to this now, just go back Dial a few days. Right. Or just know that you can come by here and they will have more signings in the future. Yes. Like we mentioned, this is the fourth one they've done. They also have a huge free comic book, uh, free comic book day event uh, that I also attended back in May. Yes, those are always really good. We get close to 2,000 or more people. At those events, yeah, yeah. Chad. I would well, even say, here this morning, you know, yeah. we've had a handful of folks come in already. I would say, how many local comic creators do you think are going to be out here today? 
But we're, uh, we're looking at 25 to 30, and we actually have some that have come down from Orange County and L.A. County as well, and some that may be coming in from the Inland Empire as well, which is cool. So it's branching out and getting bigger. And it's a, a for this one particularly, it's a fun pre-Comic-Con event. There are some people that aren't going to Comic-Con, and uh, this gives them a chance to come out and meet some creators and check out some new independent comics. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to wake up early on a Saturday morning and just go read some comments? Anybody who was up people. till four drinking. Uh, <laughs> true. True. But that's here you are. Yeah, we made it. We made it. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say that's why Brett's not here, but uh, I'm not going to say it's not why Brett's not here. I was actually with Brett last night. Yeah. We, At four? Uh, not that late. We tied a couple on. Th- thanks for the invite. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ooh, it's about well, to be I real tight. It's about to be a marital argument zero. <laughs> Uh, well, Chad, so you mentioned that you've got a new line under the Grunt 1B Comics uh, Universe Bot Star Justice. It's in its second issue. How is it having five? F- it's five now, right? Five, five different yeah. um, books with already how many completed? Uh, Rad God and the map are both completed. Uh, Bedlam and Trouble Town is uh, into its first volume. Dead or Alive is into its first issue, and Boxcar Justice just completed its second issue. So it's fun. So, But, I mean, as far as production purposes are concerned, I've got three going on right now. Mm. Uh, but two are completed. It's nice to have some done, though, that are, that are complete. Um, they're all fun worlds to delve into and get immersed in, but it's always nice when I don't have to worry about going back to it. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a lot of time on those. Now, um, could you give us a little summary of Boxcar Justice? I know you talked about the crossover, but... Yes, Boxcar Justice is kind of an action, murder, mystery, suspense, thriller. I, how many more adjectives can I throw out there? <laughs> there so, what uh, other genres the, can the, I throw in The main in character's name is John Justice, and he's uh, been... Um, it's uh, a real subtle. Yes. <laughs> and so he has been um, uh, accused of a murder he didn't commit. And so in order for him to be able to stay mobile and stay off the grid, he's got to travel around by boxcar train. And in the process, he's uh, figuring out how to, you know, clear his name and solve the real mystery on on who committed the murder. And so that's pretty much what it's about. Uh, See, I always, when I, after reading the first issue, I felt like if this was been written by DC, the same writers that wrote Flash, that uh, John Justice's arch nemesis, his name would be... Uh, his last name would be Injustice. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how Ian Injustice. Yeah. Ian Injustice. Yeah. <laughs> it's his brother. His evil <laughs> twin. E. Separated at birth. Okay, so now we know. If we Ignatius. get that in issue five, that's what happened. I'm sorry, Chad. Did we just ruin the, the <laughs> yeah, twist? well, I mean, why should I even bother continuing writing it now? It's done. <laughs> clearly. Uh, but I will say, uh, just like all of the... I mean, I have, like, two shelves of Grow 1B comments, and... Uh, I have thoroughly enjoyed the first uh, uh, issue of Botstar, and those are available on your Etsy, correct? GrowingBeatComics.com? Yes. Correct. Oh, yeah. Yes. That. I'll say it one more time. GrowingBeatComics.etsy.com. GrowingBeatComics.etsy.com. Now, Chad, other than this signing Saturday that you are currently at, you've got another event coming up this week in San Diego, a little pre-Comic-Con event? I do, and let me tell you how excited I am about it. So Gabe Eltayeb is a DC Comics artist, and this will be the fifth year that he's put on an event uh, called Comic Kickoff, and it's an auction that benefits the Hero Initiative. 
and he has his buddies from Marvel and DC Comics come out and they do live sketches and they do auctions for these these sketches. Well, this year um, there's going to be Todd Nock, there's going to be Jim Calafiore, there's going to be Jeff Martinez, Gabe El Tayeb, and then myself. So I'll be the one independent creator amongst Marvel and DC guys. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Is, yeah, I'm really excited to be part of that. Um, and it's going to be at Basic Pizza down at uh, 10th and J by the ballpark on Wednesday the 18th from 9 p.m. till 1 a.m. So I'd love to see a lot of people out there because I'm usually in bed at that point. <laughs> so, uh, but I'll be I'll be pretty uh, I'll be pretty wired for this event. I'm, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. This is one of those things where um, you're going to be alongside people that you've watched or you've gone to Comic Con specifically to see to to see them do their work, and now I'm going to be one of them. Uh, so that's that's a huge thing for me. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. And I mean, so well deserved. And I was just going to say, you know, looking through Boxcar Justice, it's my first opportunity to do so. What's really been fun for me just reading all of your work is, you know, the stories have always been great, but I think your illustrations, you know, have gotten a lot better. Not, not so much, you know, with the surface stuff, but like uh, a lot of the, the depth and the shading and uh, textures, I can just tell immediately uh, like how how far you've come just in the last couple of years. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, I, I agree too. It's been fun for me as the creator to watch the evolution of it, and I think that's it's normal. Um, uh, if you're doing something every day, you should get better at it. I believe, and so it, it's been a lot of fun to be able to do this every day and to learn different new techniques and to implement them and to uh, and to see the improvement. And just to start doing work that I, I look at, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's, I should just hang that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Just frame it and hang it up. So it's been exciting. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, for sure. And then what, what can we expect uh, from the event on Wednesday in terms of the items that uh, that you can bid on? Is it going to be work that they've done? Is it going to be like it's, it's live work sketching? It's that we've done. So uh, Gabriel Ty have created these really cool 8 by 11 sketch cards that look like a comic artboard at the blue line outlines, but it's got the the label, the comic kickoff five, and then like a little uh, box in the middle. And some of the artists are drawing over the entire page. I'm keeping it within the box itself. Let me see if I can, this is one of them right there. Oh, wow. I did a Freddy Krueger, which uh, I thought would be fun because, you know, it's gonna be. And we just had Friday the 13th, you know? Yes. Freddy Krueger's not from Friday the 13th. You're right. That's Jason. He's not, but he fought Jason, then he did a Punisher. He did. Oh, that's the iconic scene from Punisher. Oh. Yes, and then awesome. I also did a Harry Potter. So, um... I'm really offended that you just confused Freddy Krueger with Friday the 13th. I mean, it's early. But I haven't you, you finished can, my coffee yet. You can, can kind of see that the page that it's on with the comic oh, kickoff yeah. five label. You, and you host a pop culture podcast. <laughs> But Freddy did fight Jason. Yes. Yes. There was a crossover there. They were fighting on the 13th at some point. Yes. <sighs> Either way, you know, I was the 13th grandchild. Was it where you born on a Friday? No. Okay. I wasn't born on the 13th but either, but I was the 13th <laughs> grandchild. So my grandmother gathered up all the all the parents and was like, someone else has to have a kid <laughs> you cannot have just 13 grandchildren this is not like i was damien from omen or something. so we had, I've had three more cousins and so i was not 
So oh, so, so it happened. So it happened. Yeah. So yeah. more kids were produced. So do you ever tell your cousins like you're welcome? No. You're here because because I'm I, I was born first. No, I don't. I don't think they're here because of that. I I think they were going to be there anyway. <laughs> I don't think their parents got married. And like we are never touching each other. Uh, you know, happens. Yeah. Well, speaking of touching each other. Oh, uh, now we're getting good. Actually, I don't. I, I, didn't know, have I don't know where you're going with that. Right. I, I mean, I want to do on the automaton. Yeah. Uh, emotionally. So, yeah. Emotionally. Right. Mentally. Yeah. And physically, you're, you're going to be physically touching people <clears throat> if you attend. In, I mean, intellectually, you'll be in your feelings a lot. Right. Well, just uh, walking just the probably floor. Probably with uh, <laughs> But you know, with your event starting on Wednesday, it starts a crazy week for us here in San Diego, which is international. Because it, it's the Comic Con International. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is the grand. It's the Super Bowl of the Comic Con. Absolutely. We're going to see like half a million people yeah. in downtown San Diego every day. It's for five, five days. days of madness. And, yeah. there, and the thing is, what I mean, people are catching on to it more and more, but there are so many things to do outside of the yeah. convention center yeah. that you don't need to get in there. Yep. The exactly. gas lamp has a lot of cool places and, and a lot of things set up out there as well and, and experiences and things of that nature. Yeah, I think last year the there was the Blade Runner experience was free, yeah. which was really cool. Oh, cool. Uh, they did like a Kingsman event that I actually went to uh, oh, at the Hard cool. Rock, which was free too. They had, the last couple of years, they had that that parkour Assassin's Creed thing set right. up out there, yep. which takes forever to get in line. Yeah. Before. What was the South Park thing they had set up? Oh, what? it was that play on words. It's like something, but oh yeah, fractured butthole. Fractured butthole. Butt <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had that, and then uh, uh, Adult Swim ha- like rented out Petco. Yeah, they, oh, had they the adult put, swim. They put a bunch of stuff, a bunch of adult swim stuff, in and then they had right. the pop up stores. Like Funko had the pop up store yep. the one year. Then yeah. Fye's having a pop up store this year, but from what I've heard, it's all Funkos and Deadpool stuff. Yeah, I so it's pretty focused on two things that. I mean, granted, they sell. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite moments from Comic Con last year, I uh, I went one day on a Friday, and the Funko stand was there. There's no line. I was like, oh, really? Perfect. So I went up, and I was like, uh, yeah, can I see this one and this one? She's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Where's your ticket? I was like, what? Right. Yeah, I was going like, to say, you you have to get a ticket yeah, to get so a you, turn to go up there. Right. So you can't just go walk up and buy a product. Like, you have to <laughs> buy a ticket to allow you to then purchase goods. You have to purchase a ticket, or do you just have to like stand in line and get a ticket? I think you stand in line to get a ticket. Yeah. It, it's just kind of like, like the lottery system that they have for a lot of the different things. I'm not going to be mad about it because – I would love for that to be the case for one B comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's in such demand that people have to get a ticket for an opportunity to come up, but yeah. it's not there yet. I mean, yeah. it's crazy how much the pops have just ga- gathered. Well, they're they're huge. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they they license to everything. Yeah, yeah. so it's they, crazy. They, they 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 span all genres, and they have a really cool documentary on I think Netflix or Hulu. Oh, about Funko, how it started, and it's it's oh, it's fun to watch. Yeah, and I mean, pretty much like every stand there that's selling something is now selling the they have to. figures yeah. too. Yeah, they have to. My wife's a huge Harry Potter fan. Oh, she does all the Funkos. Yeah, dude. So yesterday we were out hunting for there's new ones and like um, uh, places like Barnes and Noble or Target will have exclusives. Oh yeah, oh. and so we were out hunting exclusives yesterday and the night before. And it's fun for me because it, like, my thing Star Wars action figures, mm. and the fact that they brought out the vintage card again mm. is huge for me. So when I go into a toy store and I see it on the shelf, that that is the world to me. 
And so I have fun going with my wife looking for what she wants because it's it's fun. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You know, and so d- there's there's an adrenaline rush to walking up and finding the one you're looking yep. for. And it's like, there it is. And then you almost get this weird primal thing where you find it and you punch <laughs> around it like you're eating food you in prison. Right. Just you're boxing like, out. Get near me. And you're looking at it, making sure the box is good because we have them. Uh, like if you walk into our home, the wall looks like Hot Topic. <laughs> I mean, there's so many between her Funko Pops, my Star Wars stuff. It is, uh, yeah, we're two big kids. Yeah, I was so. just going to say, like, that's that's it for me is it just really takes you back to being a kid, right? Oh, yeah. And, like, going to comic book stores and finding that one comic, you know, that's sold out everywhere else or finding that, you know, card in Dude, a pack was, that you own. It was Pokemon pin. cards for me, man. Like, oh, that was, was it really? the biggest thing. Like, my, like, 12th birthday or 11th birthday, I think it was in fourth grade, however old you are when you're in fourth grade. Uh, at my birthday party, my friend gave me three booster packs of Pokemon cards, and one of them had a first edition Charizard. And it wasn't just me celebrating. It was like every oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. now, do, you, do you still have that or no? I still have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, I missed the whole po- – I was already out of the Army yeah. when, when Pokemon mm. became a thing. And I remember because one of the pubs – I used to uh, manage an Irish pub in Atlanta, and the owner, her son, who's now an adult, had all the cards. And she would mm. always talk about, oh, he loves his Pokemon. Yeah. And she would show, like, the portfolio <laughs> thing that you – it was almost like a, like the old photo albums. Yep, for, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, you know. But, you know, we had baseball cards or Star Wars yep. cards. Yeah, like I, that. I mean, I, I think it transitioned. I had baseball cards, and then, you know, we were collecting them, and you get the price guide, and you would look at, like, oh, how much is this card yep. worth? The Mickey Mantle yeah. was always, like, huge worth. Uh, my oldest daughter got into Pokemon, so that was cool. So I was getting her Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Then Pokemon Go came out. She got yeah. really big into that. Dude, right now there's a Jurassic World app. It's kind of like Pokemon Go. So it's been cool. You so train my raptors? Where you like find dinosaurs? You do. And you got to catch them and get their DNA. Then you can create hybrids. Oh, wow. And that's so cool. And so one day my oldest daughter comes to me and she's, she's 16. Wait, she, you're the villains then. I'm sorry, but that makes you the <laughs> villains of Jurassic Park. Sure. If you're catching the dinosaurs and then. Okay, so every single game you have to be the good guy. Uh, tr- Mix it up. Tr- there tr- are people tr- who tr- prefer Darth Vader over Luke Skywalker. Right. So uh, And dinosaurs are obviously what, eating people funny, in you know, every movie. Yeah, my, my daughter, she's 16, and like most 16-year-olds, she likes to stay in her room and play on um, yeah. tablets and stuff. And she comes into the room one day, and she goes, hey, Dad, can we go to the park? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> who have you been chatting with online that's trying to get you out to the park? And do they know what I look that's like? Chris, Chris Hansen moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she goes, no, I, I, there's some dinosaurs over there. And I'm like, what? And she shows me. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And we get out there. We get walking around the neighborhood. And she's like, oh, hold on. Here's one. And I'm watching her. I'm like, you know, we're hanging out together. And we're walking around the neighborhood. And yeah, it, gets it was fun. And this thing has range to it, too. I don't know how far away you had to be with the Pokemon Go to get one. Oh, it had to be like 10 feet. Like you had okay, to, uh, with this, we are three football fields away from where this dinosaur oh, is. Wow. And what you do, you deploy a drone. And then it fires this thing at it. So from like three football fields away or two football fields away. I feel like you're murdering away. dinosaurs. Is this, so you're not catching You're murdering them? You're, you're getting them and getting their DNA. Let me, let me stop Dan for one second. <laughs> he looks a little sensitive. Yeah, right? Uh, I, dinosaur rights Dan game. over here. It's a video game. None of it's real. Just, just, just let your daughter know that the dinosaurs always get out. They always get out. That's the one lesson. That's because life, it uh, uh, finds a way. Finds a way. <laughs> it does. Dude, it does. Well, speaking of that, dude, how great is Jeff Goldblum? So uh, great. Yeah. 
he's playing himself now. Yeah, he, he is. And that's, he really it, is. Which is like what, uh, 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 what's his name? William Shatner began doing. Yep. Yeah. So he's in this uh, mockumentary with Andy Samberg called Tour de Pharmacy. Have oh, you yeah. Seen yes. I have and seen John it. Cena and it's yes. John Cena so with Dolph Lundgren wild. being yep. him older. Yeah. How funny was that? It was awesome. Je- when I saw Jeff Goldblum was his older, I was like, oh, my gosh. The other one he did was Seven Days in Hell, about 10. Yes, I just one? saw that. Yes. I just saw that. Dude, my wife and I were watching that, right? And we're like, oh, it's pretty funny because we like Andy Samberg. Yeah. And then he goes to prison. <laughs> and, and then they talk about the daily orgy. We're like, what are we watching? And they sh- <laughs> and yeah, we, and they, they show the uh, the animated it's clip. It's a hard right the, turn. It's a yeah, hard it, right it is. It's awesome. Then when he escapes and he gets out of prison, it's like whoop, slapping butterflies. <laughs> and the oh. news report, it's like, well, in Sweden, if you escape from prison, you're free. <laughs> like that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so he's off. So oh. th- those were fun. And so then the the underwear HBO. he designed too. Oh. Listen, you'll have to Google that. If this you yes. yes. If, if you I, haven't seen Sepio. Yeah, if you haven't seen Seven yeah. Days in Hell, it's a perfect opportunity now because it's about Wimbledon and yes. Wimbledon's yes. going on right and now. And Tour de Pharmacy is about the, the Tour, Tour de, de France, France also going on right now. Right. And they're mockumentaries, but they're, they're really ridiculously funny. hilarious. They're, they're yeah. And they're short, too. They're like, you know. 40 minutes. Yeah. 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 Uh, just to if you can watch them without getting caught. Get his <laughs> back on track with Comic-Con. I think it's interesting this year because there is no – Huge DC. Uh, there is a DC panel, but it's not. It, it doesn't have the. I guess the star factor that the previous panels have had. Yeah. Well, DC and Marvel, right? I don't think Shazam. Marvel's not doing a panel for the movies, right? Because right. they don't need it anymore. They're, yeah. I don't, we have our own <laughs> event. It's called D twenty three. You want to see our stuff? You have to come there. Like we're not letting anyone get a shitty camera recording of our trailers anymore and putting them out. Yeah. So DC, I mean, has to, and they should take advantage. Like. If DC was smart, they they would just own Comic Con, but it, that doesn't seem like what they're doing. They're just showing up like any other panel, and I think that's a mistake. There is for DC fans, if I may plug my friend Gabe Altayeb, who works for you know is an artist for DC. He's got um, signing booths with uh, John Timms and Sam Humphreys on Friday, July twentieth, from three to four p.m., and Sunday, July twenty second, from eleven to noon, booth one nine one five at Comic Con. And they they put out the uh, the new Harley Quinn comics here. Oh, oh, nice. Yes. So th- those two dates that I just said will be where the creators for the new Harley Quinn will be signing. Awesome. I will actually be working in the exhibition hall at Comic Con on Sunday. It'll be my first time in the exhibition hall. Well, booth one nine one five. I'm gonna have to make my way down. Stop by. I know it's just such a shame because you know growing up, me personally. I would always lean towards DC. Like, Batman and Superman for me. I think, comically, DC's better. Yeah, 100%. I would agree, 100%. Um, and it's just it's just been so tough as such a big fan to watch the translation to movies, at least in my opinion, oh, kind know, of fall flat, you know? The last time we talked was before Justice League. Oh, it was, uh, yeah. Ju- Brian it, just watched I it. I just watched it a couple weeks I ago. I liked it. Well, here's the thing. And I I go into movies. We talked about this before. Yeah. I go into movies to be entertained. And sure. I was entertained. I didn't create those characters. I'm not concerned with their story arc, their background, any of that. And so when I go into the movie, I go in to watch the movie, period. And it was fun. I mean, sure, you can you can poke holes in anything you want. Like on Big Bang Theory where she watches uh, <laughs> Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's like, the whole thing could have been done without him. I was like, no, wrong. All right, Chad, this is the last time we have Chad on the podcast. We brought up Big Bang Theory. So 
what did I? It's what, why? No, I'm just kidding. What, uh, what's wrong with Big Bang Theory? If, if uh, anyone has listened to the four seasons um, of this show, they will know that I have a, a hatred for yeah. Big Bang Theory. You know, it's funny because I did too. But you, you met my mom, my sister earlier. Yeah. They watch it every night in syndication, and so when I take the girls over to see their grandma and their aunt, they'd have it on. And I'll sit there and try to watch it. And I'm like, when am I supposed to laugh? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not getting it. You just laugh with the laugh trap. Right. They tell you when to laugh. And so my mom's like, you know what? I've been watching it for a long time. I've grown endeared to the characters. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to give it a second chance because of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, it was like oh, that. Right. It, it took me four episodes. I was literally the same way. Because the first four episodes, I'm like, I, I'm not getting it. What is the point of this? And now it's one of my favorite shows yep. on the planet. And so I did the same thing with Big Bang Theory. I found season one, and I'm like, I'm just going to sit here. And I and I did, man. I, I just kind of suffered through until I started to kind of pick up on who the characters were with each other. And now I enjoy it. Whether you like it or not, Dan. No, no, it's good. <laughs> so suck on that, Dan. Um, it's just something I'll have to get past. You will. It'll I be okay. I will. Uh, the last thing I want to bring up about Comic-Con is I want to see if DC does anything for this after their announcement last week. But they have greenlit a Joker origin film. With Jared Leto? No. That is well, in unrelated. addition, in yeah, addition Jared to... Jared Leto's doing his own standalone Joker film. Right. But they're going to do a Joker origin Kind of like film. a solo? Yes. Not even. No, no, no. This by, would, by Han Solo, I mean. This would be like... Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no. This would be like... Uh, Actually, no. Screw that. There is no comparison. Solo was actually a decent movie. This makes no sense. This is Warner Brothers. They basically were like, we're going to try and be Marvel and create a universe. And then they realized they suck at that, and they can't do that. So now they're just like, fuck it, print money. People like the Joker. Let's just make Joker movies. I mean, I'm kind of excited to see what... Really? What he, what he can do with the character. No, but it's not. It's an origin. I don't Who's give playing a, Joker? Joaquin oh, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. And this is going to be like uh, an origin. The, yes. Isn't yeah. he sixty? <laughs> I feel like he is. Right. He he's older, right? No, I'm I'm being. No, yeah. I think he's in his fifties. Yeah. Dude, I'm forty-five, and he's got to be. I think he's like much, fifty-five. Yeah. Yeah. For an origin, you think okay when they were a kid, what happened to him? Or you know, like a twenty-five-year-old dude or a thirty. Like that's what I'm saying. And apparently, Thomas Wayne is going to play a big part in this movie. So, what? is it going to be the same Thomas? What is it going to be? Papa Winchester, uh, uh, Needin, what the uh, Martin or what is his oh, name? Oh, oh uh, Dean. Oh, Jeffrey Dean. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Papa Winchester? Yeah. That's what made me think Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, is that? Thank you. I, like, is that going to be? Thomas Wayne? Or are we doing a separate fucking Thomas Wayne? So now we have 18 Thomas Waynes. Right. And a new uh, Alfred, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Again, who was the last one? Jeremy Irons? Yeah. 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 And he was only like 15 years older than uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> right. 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 Plus they had him do like way too much. Like have him remotely like flying the... No, I'm okay with that Alfred. That was I'm pretty okay cool. you okay with that Alfred? Alfred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. Because I liked the secret badassery of Alfred because it made sense. Like... I guess... You know, he needs oh, to be two you things. Know what I just, I just saw? like super badass, frail, and he needs to be he needs to be sarcastic, cunty. Like that's yeah, my Alfred. Yeah, Here, here's sure. something I we just recently saw was Deadpool two. Yeah. And Cable's weapon. Did you notice it goes up to eleven? No, I did it. Did you catch that? No, that like, is so like, great. Like, spinal like Spinal Tap, tap right? Yes. Yeah. So it, it's got a little knob on the side for the like the, the power of this weapon, whatever you know. And I'm like. Wait a minute. I think it goes to 11. That's it showed so it again. Great. It went up to 11. That's fantastic. Yeah, I just 
I just hate Warner Brothers. That's how I feel. Mm. With with decisions like that, like I could follow along if you were going to greenlight Leto's movie, and because he, I think, his character was so bad as the Joker in Suicide Squad, because that movie's bad, and you, you could tell it was poorly cut and edited. Yeah. And Leto's not a bad actor. Like, I've and, liked well, him. and apparently they shot a ton of footage yeah. that they just they could have made a whole month movie with him. Right. That happened to me on the next Karate Kid. Oh. So Hilary Swank was still young. She was probably 15. Right. And in the Karate Kid series, she was the next Karate Kid. So when they made the fourth movie in the series, they did it at Fort Myer, Virginia, where I was stationed. So Mr. Miyagi's character, for the purpose of the story, was part of the 442nd Combat Infantry Battalion, which during World War II was an all-Japanese-American infantry battalion, and to this day is the most decorated fighting unit in the military ever wow. across all um, branches right and so mr miyagi was doing a, he was receiving the medal of honor and we would do ceremonies like that at fort Myer. and so um we we get set up for two days we filmed and uh so right, right, right there with pat morita it was his birthday one day it was funny because everybody where i was at the old guard we were all like my height and here he was but we took pictures with him basically his birthday and stuff yeah, basically exactly. but we started going through the ceremony and the actors had what they were doing and then we just went along what we would normally do for that ceremony and since i was the national bearer carrying the american flag i was the very center of the entire formation i had a bunch of commands that i would call at certain points and the director started hearing that was like whoa, whoa do that again and so they put the camera right on my face. And I went through so many different commands doing all this stuff. And I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like front and center <laughs> on this thing. And I go to watch it. And the ceremony is at the very beginning of the movie. So, like, you can just dial up Next Karate Kid, watch the very beginning. And then you'll see where the American flag is in the, in the middle of the uh, formation. And that's me carrying it. But my face gets obscured by the flag. And then they cut out every single thing of that of, of of me you know calling commands and stuff but when the uh when the camera pulls away and you see the entire formation you hear the command colors because i was in charge of the colors team and that's me that's the only thing of me that's that, gets left, that, right that there. gets left in that movie <laughs> but yeah so and i had heard the same thing about jared Leto's jared leto's character in suicide squad like there was a bunch that he, and I think they put a lot of that stuff in the promo for it, too, they did. right? Yeah. They did, but yeah. it never got put into the movie. And right. that's because it got, it got hacked by the um, studio. Right. They tried to make it, like, a more lighthearted movie. So, like, in the reshoots, they, it, like, added a bunch of jokes that just fell flat. And they took a lot of his, like, you know, dark You would think as a production out. studio, when every time you release a movie, all the fans go, well, now we have to wait for the director's cut, that you have an issue. Right. Right. That you need to stop doing what you're doing because fans would rather watch director's edits and cuts versus actually watching the movie that you produce. And I just, it's frustrating. But Chad, I would say if you just would have, you know, swept the leg on Hillary Swank, maybe you would have made it into the movie. Yeah. You know what's funny though? Because she was, I mean, she's young. But a, a lot of the guys that were there oh, no. were like 18, 19. Uh, and they're looking at her like, oh my, dude, check her out. I'm like, She's 15. Yeah, pump the brakes. Yeah. Yeah, don't. It was, it was nuts. So that's, that's jail. Yeah. That's jail. <laughs> that's is what that jail, is. don't do it. But it was fun. It was a fun experience yeah. to be you know, there and kind of get the behind the scenes of how it works and then 
we got to do the craft services and all that fun oh, stuff. Craft but then to be able to like hang out with Pat Morita and yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yes. He was Absolutely. a national treasure. He was. Yeah. I mean, that's a character that'll that'll never go away, right? Mr. Miyagi, wax on, wax oh, off. Yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's 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 as pop culturally relevant as anything Star Wars. Yep. You know, you yeah. you find that interject find you f- you find like the wax on, wax off interjected into anything. Like you find Star Wars references interjected into anything. Yeah. Oh man. Got a bad Mr. feeling about this. Oh. Well, Chad, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I, I was just trying to throw it. Trying to throw in that. You know, just don't, just don't but tell me. So he tell says, me, "I got a good I feeling, got a good about, feeling this. about this." I did like that, and yeah, I like how like they that. handled the parsec thing. Yep, Made that sense. was great. Yeah, go see you know? Solo people. I've said they should see. So they should get over themselves. People need to stop not having fun yeah like this this whole thing of people coming like oh i'm not gonna watch it because i don't like the way they handle that one character like get over yourself it's a movie i was just have fun the star wars fandom is like oh they need to take a break it's weird they need to chill and the way they 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 attacked the the one the one girl who played rose oh right was it kelly marie tran yes that was disgusting. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's a history. Loved Look at uh, the, the kid that played Anakin quit acting because he was bullied. The guy that played Jar Jar Binks, uh, co- like, considered committing suicide. Right. George Lucas sold Lucasfilms because it was not fun anymore. Right. Uh, Ray deleted all her social media. Uh, John Boyega, his other films have received backlash because people don't like his character in the new Star Wars. And so they don't go see stupid. his other films. Ugh. Yeah. Rose deleted her social media posts. Like, they just need to get over themselves. She was my daughter's favorite character. You know, when when Christmas came around, I'm like, okay, which action figure do you want? Like, we like Rose. I'm like, cool. Yeah, and I'm like, that's I, that's ridiculous. I mean, I will say, they're, we're, they're, we're it's there. like it's like they're all the comic book guy from yes, The Simpsons. Yeah, they are exactly. It's like, don't be that guy no, ever. Nobody ever wants to be that guy, right? I've thoroughly enjoyed every Star Wars film that Disney has put out. Same here. I love it. The only film, I will say, the only Star Wars film I haven't enjoyed is Attack of the Clones. That's the toughest one. I still like it, but it's, I I don't know what it is about it. It's really slow in the middle. It's just kind of like running through cement. Yeah, and there's no epic payoff at the end. Right. That's that's the two things. Like, the fight between Dooku and and Obi and Anakin is just so quick and And then Mace Windu finishes off Jango Fett quick. Super But that's kind of par for the course. Which which I was okay with because that's how badass So what I had to do is I had to go back and watch The Clone Wars, the animated series, to figure out, wait a minute, why is Darth Maul back here? Yeah. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, oh, cool. And Darth Maul is the one action figure I have that's signed by Ray Park. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. So they're going to bring him back for future um, Which is great. Which I think is great. I think his that character, was him and Solo. Yeah, and his character, and the, but not his voice. Correct. They got the voice from the guy that did Clone Wars and Rebels. Right. Because his character art that they salvaged in Clone Wars and then continued in Rebels, fantastic. Yes. And, and they flushed him out. And it shows that, you know, when you're not trying to make just a big budgeted film and you take time into characters, like, you have something very cool. But, all right, Chad, well, thank you for joining us. Man, thank you guys for yeah, having me again. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Season we were, four. We were here live from SoCal Comments for signing Saturday number four. Yes, and there's a there's a boatload of awesome creators out there who would love to uh, talk to you guys. Yeah, we're going to go make you some guys new friends. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
But if you want to purchase anything from Chad, you can go on to his Etsy. It's grunt1beatcomments.etsy.com. You can follow him on, on all of his social media platforms at, at grunt1beatcomments. Also, I think it's important to know that there's a, a young baby that just walked in <laughs> whose middle name is Radgod. No oh. way. According to me. That 20, it's not, <laughs> did you sneak it on the birth certificate? I you did. did. This is Ian and Vanessa here and, and, and uh, their young son, who I call Rad, Rad God. God. Nice. Yes. Um, and, yes, he's at Grunt Won't Be Comments on everything social media, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, if you missed us, you can follow us on our show account at Pop underscore Not Soda on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you check out all our episodes that come out every Monday at popnotsoda.podbean.com, iTunes, Podcasts, and Spotify. Actually, no, I was corrected the other day. It's Apple Podcasts now. They're no longer iTunes Podcasts. They're Apple Podcasts. Interesting. Because podcasts used to be only available through iTunes, but then when they made it a separate app, now it's Apple Podcasts. So uh, fuck me, right? Yeah. (laughs) Hey, there's baby's ears around here. He's far away. I whispered. whispered. Careful. Baby Rad God is here. Careful. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. And big hugs to Brett. Yeah. And the Brett knees peers. You're being replaced, Brett. Yeah. You, you son of a bitch, you got it through. <laughs> <laughs> yes.